Welcome to Level with Emily Reese. This is music by Robert Zahn for the indie game Serial Cleaner from Curve Digital and iFunForAll. And yeah, it's funky stuff. Quick note on why we've briefly been away. I had some dental stuff that made it pretty miserable for me to talk, and now that I'm down a tooth and mostly well, we're back and we will have another show this upcoming Thursday as scheduled. Other short announcements, patrons of the week, get your picks ready. Another round of interviews is coming up uh, for those of you who haven't been on yet at the end of April and early May. Looking forward to that. And another quick personal side note, I'm excited because I got a job on the air at the jazz station here in Minneapolis. It's called Jazz 88, and I'm the new morning show host from 6 to 9 each weekday in the central time zone. You can stream it too, and you totally should, at jazz88fm.com. Okay, Robert Zahn wrote music for the game Serial Cleaner. It's in early access right now on Steam, which means it's not finished yet, but it's getting great reviews. And the music is like a mixtape from the 70s, and it's great. Also, Rob and I talk about his progressive metal band, Dead Wake, and what it's like being a working musician on a cruise ship. We start with the game, though, Serial Cleaner. stealth action game and it's set in the 70s the first thing that that's like really struck me about the game was uh was the art style and um you know if you've seen it it has kind of a warholian kind of you know it's very very 70s like these kind of washed out pastels and stuff like construction paper-esque almost and i loved that immediately people have compared it to hotline miami Mm-hmm. It's sort of in the same vein, but definitely not as fast-paced. It's a good time, yeah. and you play as as the cleaner, and he does work for uh, various crime organizations, namely the mafia, the local mafia, and he takes a job from this new mysterious client, and that's when stuff goes downhill. And th- there is a narrative. It's in early access right now on Steam, and it just got picked up by a publisher. Nice. Yes, we're we're real happy about that obviously Mm -hmm. most of the story elements actually aren't in the game yet but uh i've seen i've seen quite a bit of it it's 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 gonna be a good time i I can't wait If I understand right, you know, unlike Hotline Miami, like in Hotline Miami, you're going through and killing everybody. And in this game, you're going through and cleaning up after someone went through and killed everybody, right? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So hence the name Serial Cleaner, right? Exactly. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about how you got involved in this project, because this, you know, there's four other composers, right? 
Uh, yes, I think there are four others, yeah. Yeah, and from what I understand, the developers really wanted kind of an interesting mix of music. So tell me a little bit about what uh, what you brought to the table here. Yeah, they definitely got that. I, I was so excited about doing a 70s game because I'm, <laughs> I'm primarily uh, a bass player. So obviously, you know, this was my chance to actually... Uh, to rip off all my favorite 70s funk and like prog rock guys mm-hmm. and actually have like a reason to do it. So there's a lot of that, you know, there's a lot of not so subtle tips of the hat to guys like Herbie Hancock, Stevie Wonder, uh, a lot of prog rock bands, Pink Floyd, you can definitely hear on the album, you know, you'll, you'll hear all these things as you listen through the tracks that I wrote. Mm-hmm. They're kind of exaggerated, silly, um, a little bit cartoony sort of parodies of of those sounds of of that decade. I had a great time. It was really, really fun. I've also been working on the the, uh, sound effects as well. And, you know, yeah, yeah. And there's sort of a parallel between it. It's very cartoony, I guess. become a part of the project. Marius hooked me up with Chris and Mihao. I think he met them about a year ago at Digital Dragons, which I believe is in Germany somewhere. Hmm. I think I ended up composing a demo or two. Oh yeah, right. I yeah, I wrote I threw I wrote three little um maybe like minute and a half demos and I sent them in. Fine. And they liked it and you know, rest is history. Yeah, and so Marius who you mentioned just a moment ago, that's your uh, agent, right? Yes. Yes. Wonderful. The man with the plan himself. Yes, indeed. <laughs> so when you got the gig, I mean, what were the demos like that you sent? And, and what did they, did they ask you specifically for 70s bass goodness? Or did they, did they just kind of leave it up to you direct music wise? I think if I remember right, they weren't super specific about what they wanted. I, I remember them dropping Hotline Miami. I believe that they mentioned that they were going for something like that just overall. And I, I think originally, like, the, the demos that I first sent them were much more electronic and kind of, like, pumping, you know, because that's what I thought. Yeah. And it ended up being a lot more organic. Yeah. 70s stuff. So um, I was pretty faithful, I think. mentioned how organic it was and I'm, I'm curious who you who you worked with or who you recorded I worked with a whole bunch of guys friends of mine mostly there's this guy named Dave Engelhard he mm-hmm. is a monster he's the tenor player he also played flute and alto he's a force to be reckoned with man I uh, I had a fusion band a couple of years ago and he was in it for like a day <laughs> and then he was like peace guys I'm gonna go play with uh, Zach Brown and I was like you know I, I totally understand yeah, he, he's, he's uh, an absolute demon so he's he's back in new york now and i'm really happy i get to work with him that guy's a lot of fun <laughs> other people i worked with tony waldman who was the drummer for eden song it's a progressive rock outfit out of new york and um he's great he's on a couple of the tracks he, he actually sings on one of them as well james shun who is the guitarist and singer for eden song and he's actually the guy who was tracking the studio sessions 
I have four different guitarists on the tracks. I got Jeez. John Zuzio. I got Steve Drizis, who is the guitarist in my uh, metal project. Mm-hmm. Lance Barnwald, who is another local metal guy. There's a metal track on on the uh, on, in, in the game, by the way. Also, uh, kind of a friend from the past, uh, Bill Hepworth. He's actually the guy who's playing the solo on the uh, on the main title track. He's based out of California, so he re- he actually recorded the parts there and just sent them sent them over to me. Mm-hmm. I guess I would be remiss if I didn't mention uh, Rachel Zavita, who popped in for a nice little vocal cameo. Cool. Rob, how did uh, you become a composer? How, when did you realize that that was what you were going to be doing for the entirety of your life? Uh, God willing. Well, <laughs> I did the music school thing. Where? Uh, I went to school in Queens okay. at uh, Queens College, Aaron Copeland School of Music. Mm-hmm. Very classical education. I was studying after school with, uh, with a couple of composers privately. And I did an analysis of uh, music for strings, percussion, and celeste. Mm-hmm. Bartok, Bartok piece. Yep. And I think that was the one that blew my mind enough to really <laughs> push me over the deep end, you know? There's a lot of crazy number stuff in that one. It's so cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I was immediately, you know, just so attracted by like the symmetries and the number stuff. I actually, mm-hmm. I, I have a, a Fibonacci inspired tattoo uh, that I got a couple of years ago. Nice. That sort of thing is super cool to me. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that was the point when I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to do this. So from Bartok to a band called Deadwake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what is Deadwake? <laughs> Tell me about that. Deadwake is a band that should never have been. <laughs> it, 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 it is the most bizarre thing. Um, I was back in New York. I, I was doing cruise ships for a while. And I was back in New York with some time off. And an old, old friend called me. And said that he had a metal project that he was uh, looking to record a demo for. And he wanted to know if I could lay down some bass for the tracks. And it just spiraled out of control, really, is what happened. (laughs) And it it became something. It's kind of crazy. We recorded um, sort of a one-off single by the seat of our pants. Like, I mean, we were writing the song in the studio. (laughs) I literally wrote the lyrics and the the chorus hooks the night before. Oh, my God. And then we were still tidying stuff up the next day uh, there, which I do not recommend. But that's that's how it went. (laughs) 
fast forward a couple of years later, I, I mean, what what is it, two and a half years later now, and we are putting a debut album out in a couple of months. We just worked with Kevin Antresian from the Dillinger Escape Plan. He uh, he produced the album. first single was very much, um, I mean, I would call it like dad metal. Dad <laughs> metal? Of, you know, it's just <laughs> old, older style kind of sound, uh, like more more Iron Maiden than, than modern. And um, as we kind of found out what we wanted to actually do with the project, because it was seriously kind of just a one-off for fun yeah. thing. Once we realized that it was a thing, we were like, okay, this is kind of more of what we want to do with it. There are definitely parallels, but the newer stuff is way more cinematic and decidedly more modern. did it become a thing? Like, how did that happen to where it was just going to be something, you know, some small thing, and now it's an actual thing? Like, how, what was that like? Quite simply, like, the, the chemistry in the studio and how much fun it was. I mean, and the finished product, which sounded way better than we ever thought it was going to be. You know, <laughs> it was really like, you know, a quick, dirty, just let's get in there and see what it sounds like. And we were, I think, all pretty impressed by how naturally it flowed when push came to shove. You've done all kinds of other composition, too. You've worked in film, right? Yeah, yeah, way back when. Not so much recently. Like I said, I've been on cruise ships for the last couple of years. Now, what's so, that uh, like? Because my roommates and I joke about that all the time. Oh, we, do you? Yeah, we do. Because just, you know, you think of it as, oh, my God, that would be so fun. And you're like, but it would also be really hard work. And, you know, you're stuck on this boat and it's not exactly like they put you in the presidential suite. So I'm curious what that, <laughs> what that was like. <laughs> yeah, um, so about that, without singling anyone out, Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to blow anyone's spot here. Basically, it's kind of like high school with college dorms. <laughs> um, if that gives you some idea. Yeah. It's a time, you know, it's, it's yeah. fun. Drinks in the crew bar are very, very cheap. <laughs> it's a bit like living in the circus or something, I think. <laughs> well, what other than your your metal band and serial cleaner what are some of the other things you're working on right now if you can talk about any of them i write music for libraries like stock music and, and sound effects and sure stuff. 
Sure. So that takes up a lot of my time. I also teach and uh, I do like some musical theater stuff every once in a while. I do uh, some orchestration and arranging and, um, and copyist work. So, mm-hmm. Do you teach bass or you teach composition? Uh, I teach bass, composition, voice, piano, and a little bit of guitar. Oh, wow. So who is the singer in the, in the metal band? Oh, that's me. I wondered. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Very cool. Rob, thank you so much for talking Thanks with me today. Me. It's been a pleasure to get to know you and uh, learn more about you and your music. Good stuff. You can learn more about Rob Zahn and see a playlist at patreon.com level. You'll find links to Rob's projects and his SoundCloud there, too. Thanks for listening to episode 67 of Level with Emily Reese. If you've been listening a while and you like the show, please hop over to iTunes to give us a rating and or a comment. I'm Emily Reese. Sam Keenan is our producer. Say hi, Sam. Leave me alone. You can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Level with Emily. Level with Emily Reese is a production of June Media. Learn more at june-media.com and June is J-O-O-N. <laughs>